What's up, y'all? It's your host, Chapo. Back to chop it up with y'all. And I just wanted to discuss drunk texting and drunk alter egos. What is your drunk alter ego? Now, I think that, no, I know that we all have one or some. Some of us have more than one <laughs> drunk alter egos when we drink, but I was thinking about this because um, I started to notice that lately my drunk alter ego or my tipsy alter ego is the dance machine. Child, after a few drinks and don't and I need and I want music. You know what I'm saying? I'm no I'm noticing I'm more like music's always been the thing. You know, you get a little buzzed. You know, maybe you get a little high. You know, everything starts to look, smell, taste, and feel better. But lately, I just, you know, I throw music all instead of just maybe watching something or reading a book, even though I still do those things. And child, do I dance. And I don't know if I'm as good as I really think that I am, like in my mind. Like when I'm doing it, I feel like I am the best dancer in the world. Like <laughs> I feel like... Dancing with the stars, contestants don't have shit on me, you know, dirty dancing has shit on me, you know, Lombada has nothing on me. Child, I just feel like I am the best dancer in the world. Now, I'm sure if I was being recorded and I replayed it back the next morning, (laughs) like, (laughs) like the video cameras most likely tell like a different story story you know a different version of the story I should say but for the most part like in my mind like when that when that happens I just kind of take off so but then I noticed like in the past like different spirits and I say I say spirits because you know back in the day they used to say wines and spirits because wines is one thing and then spirits is like once you get to the stronger um drinks it's was understood or legend goes that each bottle has a different type of spirit and depending on which spirit you consumed whether it was a bourbon or a whiskey or whatever um cognac whatever rum that it would bring out a different type of personality in you so i did notice that sometimes with certain drinks like i do become I wouldn't say sad, but like my mindset might go, I don't want to dance. But lately, I just wanted to dance. And I just wanted to. So I just wonder what people's drunk alter egos are. Because some people get drunk and then they're like the life of the party. And some get drunk and it's like, oh my gosh. Like you're killing me. You're, you're, like you're, 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 you just blew mine. You know what I mean? Because everything that they're doing, whether they're babbling, crying, drunk, or whatever, which is okay because everybody goes through that. Like, you, come on, you tip, you drink, and you do stupid shit, which is like drunk texting. The next thing I want to talk about, or tipsy texting. Oh my gosh, everybody's tipsy. Like, I lately, like, if I want, like, lately, seriously, like, if I want to, like, when I sip, I have got to put my phone away from me. Because I feel like the first person I'm going to beeline to and text is my friend who I have feelings for, or I refer to as my crush. And then I'm going to start saying all the stuff that's on my heart. And that's exactly what happened, I want to say it was last week. (laughs) Like... I'm in touch with him frequently or often, often enough. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say like every day, but often enough. And I was sipping the afternoon. I, of course, now 
I wasn't to the point of being drunk yet. But here's the thing, right? Like, in the past, even before him, like, you know, I'll drink. If I was at, like, someone, I'll just text somebody, like, my ex or somebody. And it's, like, the next day, I always regret it. I don't know any time that I've ever truly drunk text anyone where I poured my heart out as far as feelings, where the next day I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, it doesn't matter if I still like this guy or not. Like, I know. <laughs> Why did I do that? Now, then I have moments where I drunk text and I'm just like, I love you. I love you. Oh, my God. I love you so much. <laughs> you're, you're like the greatest friend in the world. <laughs> like, like, I don't mean like not trying to be funny, but I just become the super just like it's not fake. It's true. It's just like it's intensified like a hundred times magnified by love for whoever. And I just want to let them know like, oh, man, I remember the time. <laughs> But lately, this, this like dancing queen spirit just comes out and she takes over. And I'm not gonna lie to you, like there's a song that I have a guilty pleasure. Like if I had enough drinks in me and this song's played, like, <laughs> like I'll definitely go in. And that song is, that song is, um, honestly, it's, um, YMCA by those guys that was dressing. Yes, YMCA. And don't laugh. And I don't know what it is. It's just something about when that beat comes on. (laughs) (laughs) Young man. I think I choreographed the whole dance to the shit, and also <laughs> when they do that, um, like then when they be doing the like, the, there's no need to. <laughs> I have this like jump squat move that I jump squat twerk move that I do, child, to the beat. And I think I'm, <laughs> I think I got fucked up by the Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode when Will and Carlton. <laughs> was doing the little strip tease to it, you remember? And then they did a little um it was that and something else. But the point is YMCA oh no, I think it was another song they were dancing to. It doesn't even matter. The point look, I don't even know why I dispelled that on here, but now you know. So not when I'm sober. It's just when I'm drunk. It's the same way like if I'm listening to Pandora and I'm drinking there's a lot of times like I'll thumbs up or Spotify, like there's a lot of times I'll like thumbs up or like a lot of songs and then like someday I'll turn on or open up the app or whatever in on TV on or on my phone and I'll sit there and go through like my favorites and I'll start listening to the fucking list and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like I thumb I thumbs up this shit. And then when I think about it, I'm like, oh man, I must have been drinking because <laughs> sometimes things sound way better to you when you're drinking than say when you're uh sober and then when i'm sober it's not it's not a lot of songs it's just a few and i'm just like yeah i definitely had to be like right about to pass the fuck out (laughs) there's nothing about it now that i'm in my right state of mind (laughs) and sobered up that makes me feel like anything elevated so 
back to like drunk text and like, all right, so you don't want to do it. And I kind of like picked up this article that I had found that I wanted to kind of talk about um, to, I think it's like, this says, it's just simply like the do's and don'ts and why you don't want to do it. But so I did it last week. And so I told everybody that I was going to run down on my <coughs> crush and tell him that, you know, that I couldn't tell him that he couldn't have a Valentine, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying, if he did have a Valentine, that I just want to say a plague on both their houses until he do right by me, you know, everything that he ever think about doing is going to fail. Like Celie in the color purple when she was leaving Mr. and she's, you know, sh- you know, she stretched her fingers out at him and it was all curled and he couldn't hardly bend straight because of all them years of abuse and, and taking care of Mr. Kids and, 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 and chopping up wood and cooking up things on a hot-ass stove. My point is she was tired and weak and so was them fingers when it was pointing at Mr. And so I'm saying <laughs> I told him that. I said, listen, damn it. I said, you know, are you a grown-ass man? I can't sell you <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Not to have no Valentine, but at the same time. You know, you I sure as hell can you know, express my dissatisfaction and all this bullshit. And I put the meme, I mean, the little giffy there with the sealy with the fingers because I had to give emphasis to you to right about me. I didn't actually say it, but I put the mm, because I figured that Everybody knows that scene. So as soon as you see them fingers, you're going to know that I'm trying to put a hex on you, nigga. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know what? I got back. <laughs> I got a Gibby. Um, who was it? <laughs> Larry David. Standing on the side of a street, looking mad, puzzled and confused. Like, you know, what the fuck was going on? But in other words, I mean, I don't know what you mean. Because in other words, all this is extra because I guess, in other words, I don't have one. Because I know he knows how to read English. And it doesn't matter if I was tipsy or not. I was very clear. And there was no typos in that text. And so the next day, <clears throat> I was sipping again. And the reason is because this was extremely cold in New York. And even though the heat is good and stuff, it's just something about it. You just want to warm up on the inside. I'm like, man, I don't, you know damn near wine. I'm like, listen, tea is great and everything, but sometimes you just want to take a shot or something. You're just like, handy some something. I don't care what it is, Patron. It don't matter if it's a wine. You just want something just to warm up your insides. So, I drank two days in a row. So, the second day I text and I was saying, in 2019, I have questions like, why are you repelled by me? And some other question I asked, and then I sent a meme of some woman protesting with Ricky Ricardo wife Lucy child and then something else right and then he was just like repelled and I'm like fine baby it was all in my head that's what it was like to be and and then he was just like you drinking and child once he said you drinking I sobered the fuck up sometimes somebody I never ever drunk text anybody and they actually I think when I drunk text people they really think that's what I'm saying and maybe that I'm crazy <laughs> Which I am, but I just think that they just attribute it to an extra nutty moment of mine, if that makes any sense. I don't necessarily think that they think of it as child. And then he said that. And so, like, in my drunken moment, I saw it up for two reasons. One, I was just like, aww, he's starting to finally get to know me. Yeah, like, he can tell. <laughs> I mean, he knows me, but I just mean, like, other sides of me, quirk, you know, romantic-wise, I guess, that these, that I'm saying, I'm only saying this because cause any other time I'm, because any other time I'm too level-headed for that shit, and I wouldn't have done it. That's why, damn it. I guess he understood, and he just laughed. 
And then the other reason I sobered up is because I was like, damn it. Let me stop and quit while I'm ahead because he's right. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm drinking and I'm texting. And also, that's not always such a great thing. So um, I kind of like lived and spared the moment. I guess it was kind of cute a little bit because it didn't necessarily look stupid. And the next day, I didn't wake up and feel dumb. But I feel like I'm just so thankful that he was able to discern the fact that yeah. So I feel like he also didn't entertain anything that I was saying because once he realized that I was, it's like, who entertains a drunk fool? <laughs> I wasn't drunk, but nobody. <clears throat> nobody, that too. Okay, so on that note, I wanted to bring up this uh, quick article on the do's and don'ts of drug texting from hercampus.com by Jenna... Wayshar. So it says, do text for pizza. Do give your phone to a trustworthy friend. Now, I have to agree with the do give your phone to a trustworthy friend, just for the reason that I just mentioned um, previously. But everybody has different personalities and spirits. And I can honestly say there's times where you get tipsy and I can get upset. It's not about necessarily, like I said before, the spirit that you drink. Like I said, that's like legend or folklore. What I'm basically saying is there are times when, depending on what's going on in your life, whatever you're trying to suppress when you drink, when you're not just trying to have a good time, maybe you have things going on where anger might come out, or maybe somebody might come and provoke you and it might bring you out another way. But I guess what I'm saying is if you know that you have the habit of when you do drink to text your ex or to, um, I don't want to say make a fool of yourself through phone, or whatever, then yeah, you know, it's kind of like the Hulk when he knows he's going to turn into the Hulk or some people, they'll be like, look, you got to stay away. It's like Shrek or not Shrek, but Fiona. Remember, she was like, listen, let me go into this little uh, shed shit before sundown. I don't want him, I don't want him to know before he, he found out she had the curse on her. It's like, listen, before sundown, I'm going to go in. So <clears throat> it's the same thing. I know that when I drink, I turn into a Hulk, <laughs> the Hulk that drunk texts people and say silly stuff or I do silly things. So it's kind of like I'm, you know, why I'm designating making you my designated phone babysitter person thingy so that I make sure that I don't sit there and make a fool of myself, you know? <clears throat> so she says, this is the least and most deserving person of a drunk text for many, but save yourself the drama, leave the past in the past and leave your ex alone. <clears throat> While tempting to bring up unresolved issues between you and someone should be should be moving on from it is more tempting to text someone who will appreciate you thinking of them all you know what this is bullshit moving on don't tell the person you've texted them to come get you well yeah duh because i guess you don't want nobody all right being tipsy some people get tipsy and run because they want people to take advantage of them some people do it because they want it to lower their inhibition so that they can feel more comfortable to enjoy an evening even if it doesn't mean sex and sometimes even more so if it does mean sex. You know what I mean? It just helps. It's kind of like liquid courage, as some people will refer to it. But um, you know what it is? I guess when it comes to that or that situation of... um. Telling somebody to come and get you. Who have you texted and told them to come get you? (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Like, who is it? Is it somebody trustworthy? Is it somebody that's going to make sure that you get home safe? Or is it somebody that's going to be really happy that they ran into you while you were at kind of like a intoxicated, drunken state where they were able to kind of take advantage of you? You want to make sure that you're in good hands, so to speak. And some people, depending on the night, sometimes, you, sometimes you're okay. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes some nights are great, man. The music is playing great and the crowd is great. You know, the um, guests or your entourage is great as far as everything goes. The next thing you know, you have one drink too many. And then next thing you know, your senses aren't as, as keen as any other night when maybe you would have drank less. And so you don't want to put yourself in that position where you're texting the wrong person who you're saying, come get me because you're trying to be responsible. But at the same time, you're texting somebody who necessarily doesn't have your best interest at heart <clears throat> you know a lot of people get hurt in clubs that way just going home with the wrong people or somebody sips something in their drink do damage control so the day after you've given in to your liquor and drunk text uh you should definitely put a band-aid on the situation if you've made a complete fool of yourself or said something that you shouldn't have um just make sure the person knows that at the time that you said what you said, you weren't necessarily in your finest form. I didn't say anything last week to my crush that I feel... It, I know it wasn't anything... I think it was... He laughed. Like, he thought it was funny. He said it was hilarious. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like... I could have I definitely kept going. So I'm so thankful that he was able to tap into the fast. So I said, oh... <laughs> like, I was like, oh, okay. Starting to get to know that this... All right, you know, I don't know how you was able to pick up on it, but I'm glad you did because it helped me snap out of it. And I want you want to talk about an instant sober up, but you definitely want to um, own up to it. Now, here's the thing I've done this in the past, especially with my crush. Here's the thing with that some people are not gonna let you take it back because I've definitely been the person who's like, Look, I was drinking, like the time that I poured my whole heart out to him. The first time I've seen him after a long time, years and all that. And so, next thing you know, I have to own up to those words. So, everything that I said was all that he had to go by. And so, we kept talking. And so, I didn't know what else to say because I didn't really, I was, it was almost like the first pilot episode for this podcast. I was extremely raw and straightforward. I wasn't afraid of anything. I wasn't afraid of, of I don't know, I felt like I didn't have anything to lose. I didn't necessarily think that I was, um, that there wasn't a chance that I could get shot down. I wasn't that confident, thinking like I was going to be invisible, but I was, at the same time, I was confident in what I was saying and how I felt. So it was extremely bold and it was extremely straightforward. So it was really nothing that I could take back or try to really play down, but I tried to still. I tried to do damage control. And you know what happened to me? I, he's just like, no, don't try to blame the alcohol on it. Don't, don't try to you know, blame it on the alcohol here. Because most people know that when you drink, it just simply lowers your inhibitions. That's all it does. So that you're more able to freely, loosely express or do the things that you wouldn't do, say, when you're feeling so timid and compressed. You know, when you're not under uh, the influence or don't have some things to kind of loosen you up. So I couldn't take it back. So once he said that, I said, okay, you know. But i glad I didn't say anything stupid. And I didn't, I'm glad I didn't say anything foolish. Now, moving on. Oh, child. Boy, when I tell you, when it comes to drunk texting, like, there's so much things that go. Don't send photos. Okay, it says, don't send photos, selfie, nudes, or videos. Oh, my gosh. Don't. That's all I can say is don't. Like, 
I know firsthand just how bad something like that can go. And you don't even have to be drunk. Let's not just limit this to drunk. You can be under the influence of any drug or alcohol, really. It's just, it could be a combination of both. A bad day, really. Maybe you shouldn't have been experimenting. But I should know <laughs> that this is one. Don't do it. You know, thank God. Thank God I was able to. <laughs> thank God I was able to. <laughs> we were able to get a past it, but at the same time. Boy, did I learn my lesson. <laughs> Sometimes all you need is one bad, one, one good bad experience. You, you know, you, you one good, bad experience. And that will get your ass straight. So that'll be about it. You know. And drunk texting, all it is is just, just, just don't do it. It says don't text your ex. Oh, definitely don't do that. Especially because it's just because you're just drunk and you heard a damn song. This list of do's and those is extremely short. But that's all I really wanted to touch upon was alter egos when you're drinking and you know um drunk texting or people who drunk text some people they drunk text and they become the confronter or the or the um i guess you get the person i wouldn't say they want to fight but it's just the person that's just kind of like <clears throat> ready to just all of a sudden they got their liquor courage they're ready to go so, you know, you're on the phone, they're talking about shit that happened in kindergarten. You guys are like 46 years old with like three kids. Because <laughs> they're in their feelings. So that's it. Guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, going to have another pre-Valentine's Day episode, I think in a little bit, to talk about some of that stuff because there's a lot of advertising for it and I just want to get some people ready for it who aren't necessarily having valentines because I don't want anybody to have like a really down valentine's day I've been there already a long time ago and I know there's I know that you can see the light whether you have a valentine or not on that day you don't necessarily have to feel so bad and to those who do have valentines like my heart goes out to you as far as being happy for you congratulations and also you give me hope and inspiration um, today for you tomorrow for me like angel and rent, you know, that's how it really goes. You got to be happy. You can't sit there and not be happy for other people because they're in a position that you want to be in. You should always look to them like how, I don't know, my entire life I always look to people like that as the people that I aspire to be and you give me hope. Otherwise, what else would we have to look up to? You know, why would you want to have a Valentine's Day or have a Valentine's if it wasn't for the fact that people who have had Valentine's on Valentine's Day have made it look as if, you know. But it's more to it than that, you know, especially when it comes to relationships or something. But if you have someone to love on that day or whatever, it's cool. But also, if you don't, that's cool, too. And that's what I'm going to be talking about, especially on Valentine's Day and throughout that weekend. But for now, I'm going to let y'all go. And I will see y'all soon next time here on Chapel's Conta. Bye.